Hello and welcome. It's our number three, hour three of our radio program, and we react to a wild story in Lakerland, a nine-time All-Star, two-time All-Star game MVP, a real regular season MVP, and one of the most decorated players in the NBA was benched in clutch time. Why did Frank Vogel do it? What is our initial reaction to Frank Vogel benching Russell Westbrook in crunch time in another Laker loss? We'll get to that and much more right now in our number three. Panic at the crypto. Welcome in the beginning of yet another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are together in the air everywhere as we avoid sewer mouth, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and massively powerful microphones of FSR emanating live. From the pulpit, the bully pulpit, the Fox Sports Radio studios at a secret location in the North Woods. And so we will change on the fly. I was planning on ranting about Stephen Curry and some recent comments the Golden State Warriors star made about the three-point shot. But when something better comes along, you have to be able to pivot. And so... Uh, a pro bouncy ball story of a different kind on a random Wednesday night in La La Land. The Lakers playing host to the lowly Indiana Pacers. Now, typically, this game would not rise to the level of high crimes and misdemeanors and certainly would not be worthy of a Maller monologue. But, well, it's not how it turned out. So the Lakers were leading the Indiana Pacers going to the fourth quarter of the game. So after three quarters, the Lakers had a four-point lead, which is not a big lead, but it's a lead uh, going to the fourth quarter. And then we had all kinds of fireworks, all kinds of fireworks there at the uh, crypto arena, the uh, crypto arena there, panic at the crypto. And in the fourth and final quarter, a bad Indiana Pacer team, a team that's having all kinds of issues, they're talking about blowing the whole thing up, uh, shot 58% from the floor, outscored the Lakers by 11 points, and ended up winning the game. Uh, Karis Levert looked like Reggie Miller in the fourth quarter for the Pacers. He had 22 points in the fourth quarter. That is not a misstatement. He was 9 of 10. And he also had four rebounds, a couple of assists, and 22 points. That is a domination situation. But that's not the story. Don't bury the lead, my man. We're not here to talk about the Indiana Pacers. You know the better story is in the losing locker room. And that's where we go. Because while the Pacers were having their day and Karis LeVert was doing his thing, the Lakers were having their, their issues down the stretch of the game. And Russell Westbrook, is the story. He only played four minutes and 23 seconds in the fourth quarter, and Westbrook was benched in the final three minutes and 52 seconds of Wednesday's loss to Indiana, and that is the story. And we've talked about it. We did a monologue in a previous episode about Frank Vogel, and he's hanging on by, by a thread. 
And that is this is certainly not going to change that. The Indiana Pacers, with that win, are now 13 games under 500. They are 13 games under 500. After beating the Lakers, the Lakers dropped back to under 500. But the headline here, Russell Westbrook benched the final, basically, four minutes of the game. And Frank Vogel said something that has many people's heads spinning. They can't believe that the coach of the Lakers said it. What did he say? We've got the audio tape. Here is Frank Vogel asked about why he decided to sit down Russell Westbrook at the end of the Laker game. Frank, you um, opted to go uh, with Russ on the bench at the end of the game. What were you? What, what, what were you looking for there? What was the thinking behind that? Behind that choice? Yeah, playing the guys. I thought we we're going to win the game. Oh my God! He said it. He said it. Holy cannoli! He said it. He said it. <laughs> I love this. That is the money quote of money quotes. Asked why Russell Westbrook finished the game on the bench. Frank Vogel said, I am playing the guys. I thought we're going to win the game. Close quote. Apparently, Russell Westbrook had a hissy fit, left the crypt without speaking to the media. And so we are off to the races. Uh, we all love a good drama. The NBA is great at giving us drama. So let us discuss the question. What is your initial reaction, right? Initial reaction to Russell Westbrook being benched by Frank Vogel all right, in crunch time. So uh, I loved it. Uh, let's start with that. I absolutely love the fact that Frank Vogel did this. I've got Clark Gable, Pufferfish, and Kool-Aid Man. And we'll put all of these things together. Make the Baba Ganoush. We're going to make the Baba Ganoush. Now, A, we love this because it validates everything we've been saying and all of the noise. And a lot of times when these stories bounce around the echo chamber of sports, there's people saying, oh, that's fake news. That's not real. Well, this move, this single move by Frank Vogel is confirmation that everything we've been hearing is true, that Frank Vogel knows what's going on. This guy's been around. We talked about this in a previous episode. He's a veteran coach. This is not his first barbecue. He's hanging on by his fingernails, and he was biting his fingernails. That's, that's the grip, the lack of grip that he's got on the job. And so the Lakers are about to go on a long sojourn on the road through the eastern part of the United States. And Frank Vogel is going to start out on that trip. The chances of Frank Vogel flying home alone on a Southwest Airlines flight are high. Uh, he is looking at the graffiti on the wall, okay? And he says, well, wait a minute. Now, LeBron's not happy. And if LeBron's not happy, he's going to fire the coach. That's what LeBron does. That's his M.O. And Vogel, by benching Russell Westbrook, this is a counterpunch. It is glorious. It is glorious. Bravo! Bravo to Frank Vogel. Uh, Vogel went gone with the wind here. He's Clark Gable saying, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. He's like, hey, I'm going to be fired anyway. Out desperate times call for desperate measures. All of those things. It's like, I'm going to get fired. I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to go out my way. Uh, now, part B of this, benching Russell Westbrook takes big cojones. Now, the argument is, well, he's going to get fired anyway. That might be true, but to still do it, to go out this way, 
That is an alpha male move, right? Uh, it, it actually makes me pull for Frank Vogel. I hate to say that because he's the Laker coach, but I like this move. I like this. Russell Westbrook is a decorated player. He's got some pizzazz to him, right? He's got an impressive page on bas- you know, pro basketball reference and Mr. Triple-Double, nine-time All-Star, MVP of the All-Star game a couple times, a couple scoring championships. I don't need to go through all this. He won an MVP award. I believe he's on the, the, uh, the 75th anniversary team, which was just named not that long ago. You can't bench a guy like that. How do you bench a guy like that? Well, spoiler alert, he's a liability. Now, I think he should keep playing because, uh, you know, as a Laker hater, but the, the jigsaw puzzle just doesn't fit. And it's fair to say that at this point, Russell Westbrook, you know what he is? This is great. Russell Westbrook has been providing puffer fish venom on the court and apparently uh, behind the scenes there with the Lakers. Puffer fish venom for Russell Westbrook. And while LeBron will be the one that, gives the green light to get rid of Frank Vogel ultimately. I wouldn't be wrong if I told you that Russell Westbrook is a coach killer based on his performance. He has mastered the art of the turnover, and then uh, when he's not doing that, I I believe in 2022 he's shooting 32% from the floor and 25% from behind the arc, which – is hard to do if you're good. And if you have a reputation of being a, a top-notch player, that's like a new level of suckage for Russell Westbrook. This is his hometown team. He's coming back home and and all that. And, man, oh, man, all the teams that were considering trading for Russell Westbrook are all saying, thank you, Jesus. They just they dodged that bullet. They dodged that bullet. And the Lakers are stuck with this guy. And I, who knows what happens next? We assume Vogel gets fired at some point over the next couple of weeks that he's out, that the guillotine will fall on him. But what do you do with Westbrook? You're going to have the same problem. You're going to have the same dead weight with this guy who's lost it. What are you going to do? All right, now final point. I just want to be clear. I commend Frank Vogel. He gave an honest answer. And based on the reaction, I know it's a small sample size, but from what I've been reading from what I've been hearing here as I've been doing the show, there's been been this visceral reaction uh, to all of this. And uh, that is the answer as to why we can't have nice things in sports. We can't have honesty in sports. What Frank Vogel did with that answer, with his response to the question, and again, the quote was when asked why he benched Russell Westbrook, Vogel very calmly said, playing the guys I thought were going to win the game was the quote. That was the explanation uh, from from Vogel. That was Vogel dressed up as the Kool-Aid man breaking the fourth wall, right? Uh, A brick wall. Oh, yeah, breaking the fourth wall. Uh, Now, the, the way that he explained it. And everything that's going on, all of the the Lakers here, you know, doing the damage control and all that. And there's a bunch of different quotes we can give you from random uh, people around the Lakers. Uh, Carmelo Anthony was asked a a question about Frank Vogel's job status. Somebody should ask Carmelo his status on the team. Uh, Carmelo said, uh, quote, I don't read the hoopla. That was his his quote on that. We mentioned Russell Westbrook, uh, cowardly left. Crypto Arena, panic at the crypto. 
he took off. Uh, he did not talk to the media. Uh, of course, if he had had a triple-double, I'm guessing he would have talked to the media, but he did not. Then you have LeBron James. LeBron was asked questions, peppered, if you will, uh, at the end of his news conference about Frank Vogel benching Russell Westbrook. Now, what did LeBron James do? Did LeBron A answer the question with a straight answer? Did LeBron dodge the question or none of the above? So the answer, we are told that when LeBron uh, was asked about Frank Vogel benching his teammate, Russell Westbrook, the guy that he traded for. Remember when LeBron said that this team was going to prove everyone wrong, the doubters wrong? Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, LeBron, his response at the uh, postgame press conference as it was wrapping up, he said, I'm going to the movies with my wife. I got to go. That was his response. So uh, he uh, gave a non-answer. Apparently he was going to see the movie Scream. Uh, so I guess he couldn't get a later show. And, uh, the uh, Lakers are burning up and LeBron's eating popcorn at the movies uh, right now. I hope he enjoyed Enjoyed the movies, uh, so we'll keep an eye on this. Uh, this is one of those stories that will have legs. It ain't going away. The story ain't going anywhere. Man, oh man, oh man, that's a doozy. That's a good story. That is a, I love the good story. That's a great story. That's a great talk radio story. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. If you'd like to add to the conversation, if you think you can advance the conversation, call right now. Operators are standing by. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. The Lakers are getting on a plane to Orlando, I believe, later today. And um, there are whispers that Vogel will be on the plane. That they're not they're not going to fire him in the morning. But that could change. They could wake up and say LeBron could send a text and say, we want to fire this guy. Let's uh, get rid of him. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. We're also on Twitter. You can give some feedback there. At Ben Maller. We have Ask Ben coming up a little bit later in the hour. Ask Ben. That'll be your questions, our answers. You can send those questions in. Hashtag Ask Ben. Straight ahead. We'll do it remote. We're going to do it remote. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It takes the entire village to raise up the Maller Militia. We need support from comrades like you to get the most out of the Ben Maller Show. Have your voice be heard by the night-loving masses. It hardly takes any time at all to follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites on the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Roberto. His last name is Flores. You can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24. Arriba, arriba, arriba. Andale, andale. Epa! And now live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. We got Ask Ben coming up. You ever heard that phrase, Eddie, uh, 10 pounds of uh, crap in a five-pound bag? I have, yes. Yeah. I just experienced that a few minutes ago. I can't talk about it, but uh, you know what I'm saying, Roberto, right? You know, you feel me on that, Roberto, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. A little inside radio. Don't need to go there. Yeah. Mallard Prop Guy says perhaps Russell Westbrook should wear glasses on the court like a former and future Laker. 
the great Kurt Rambis. Stevie Meatballs says a Frank Vogel vulgar display of power. Frankie's got basketballs. Rod, the ambassador of Bakersfield, working the oil fields of Bakersfield, California, says maybe Russell Westbrook will join up with Antonio Brown. They are two peas in a pot, he says. Not a pod, a pot. Interesting. All right. Uh, Mr. Nice Guy says those who forgot history are doomed to repeat it, and he's got a meme up of Russell Westbrook destroying the Thunder Rockets, the Wizards, and now... The Lakers. Now the Lakers. Uh, David writes in and says, Vogel needs to free Westbrook and let him cook. Yeah. Well, Westbrook was certainly cooking in the game last night. 5 of 17. And the Lakers were outscored by 18 points with Westbrook on the court. He actually made a bunch of three-point shots, but he missed. But the math on this, he was 4 of 6. From three-point range, Westbrook in the game against the Pacers. That means he was one out of eleven from the floor, not shooting three-pointers. One out of eleven. And LeBron James, while he was out there, the Lakers were outscored by twenty points. And you'd think it, with a performance like that, you'd go work out or something and shoot basketballs. That's uh, what Kobe would do. But LeBron went to see a movie, so you know he's like, "Yeah, I go see a movie. I don't need to worry about this. I'll go see what's going on." All right, let's take some phone calls. It is a call-in radio show. Let's say hello to Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Moe. Let's go to Kevin in Omaha. Hello, Kevin. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Welcome in, Kevin. How can we help you, bud? What's up? I want to tell you, man, everybody knows Westbrook can score, man. How about he define a point guard? Let's talk about that. That's not what I want to talk about anyway. I want to talk about the NFL, which stands for not for long, like Jay Glanfield said. Now, uh, if your if your offense doesn't show up, your defense doesn't show up, your special teams don't show up, and your coaches don't show up, you're not gonna win in NFL. So with that being said, who's the best coach team, the best disciplined team, and the most talented team left in the NFL playoffs? Oh, the that's easy. That's Bingos. the that's the no, that's the, the LA Rams. The LA Rams. The LA Rams. Bingos. Rams. Bingos. Rams. Okay. Anyway, but, hey, <laughs> hey man, let me, I want let me, let me finish up with saying hey. If you can't stop uh, Joe Burrow and your boy Chase, ain't nobody got nothing coming. And Brady's right, so let, so let me, in let me, the pocket. Let me, all right, calm down. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. So are you from Cincinnati, or do you know somebody on the team, or what's going on here, Kevin? Oh, man, I'm, I'm, from, I'm from Kansas City, but I live in Omaha. Has anybody seen the Cincinnati Bengals play this year? Did you see how they spanked the Chiefs? I watched that game. Yeah, I don't know. Spank would be the, the word. But yeah, I watched the Bengals. I'm, 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 I'm not. I'm not a Bengal hater. I'm not. I don't hate the Bengals. I, I, I don't. No. I mean, I, I like the I like the Bengals back in there when they had uh, Thorne Samoan and uh, your boy uh, uh, Ken Anderson. Anyway, well, that's like old said, school. See, now you're dating yourself. That you're going old school on well, that. Sounds doing. like Dominican yeah, Mike. Man, I mean, they were they were good back then, and I think that the Bengals are the most talented team in the NFL. They they well coached. Well, you you keep they, saying they, that, but they they you know I, no, they're not the most talented man, team in the NFL. They're man, not. Listen, and they they, they 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 got the less penalties. They discipline and they very talented. Yeah. Okay. Now right, well, you should drive down to Vegas. What else I going to say? Everybody knows about the Kansas City Chiefs and uh, McDermott and, and uh, Andy Reid and all that. I'm from Kansas City, so I'm down with Kansas City. But I'm taking the Bengals, man. Yeah, so I'm, t- I'm telling say. the people in Kansas. You know, listen, we're on the radio in Kansas City right now. Your your voice is being heard all over Kansas City, and now your your name is dirt. They're going to say that guy Kevin 
That's why he's not in Kansas City anymore. He's more of a Bengals fan. Bad job by him. Uh, let's go to let's go to Matt, who's in Houston. Hello, Matt. Welcome. Top of the morning to you. Top of the morning to you. All right, no speakerphone. You got to pick up the phone. I know you've been on hold a while. I apologize. Oh, okay, yeah, just just here hanging out, just waiting for the answer. Finally got got there, but it was. Worth oh the my wait. God! Hallelujah! Right? You see angels dancing. You're here. You're on the air. You're in the air everywhere. An amazing accomplishment. And you show dedication and stick to itness. Yeah, that that's what it's all about. Yeah, see now this is the part you have to dazzle. See, this is this is the, the meat part of the call. This is the part where you make a great point, you have some wonderful statement to make, and then everyone listening is like, I can't believe that I happened to listen. And that guy that called up from Houston, that guy, Matt, just amazing. That oh, hey, see, that's the part of the call we're at right now. That, that's what she said. Oh, that's a great line. No, yeah, you know it. it favorite of all times, you know? So what's but, going um, on in your life here, man? What, what, what are you doing? You've been a whole long all, time. I'm over here at work. You know, it's slow, but, you know, doing things here and there and, you know, just listening to the show, you know, try well, to. thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and, yeah. And what kind of work do you do? What are you, what are you doing or not doing? I'm, a, um, well, I'm, I'm hardly working over here, but, you know, I'm an operator. So You're an operator. No one's called. Yeah. There's no one. No, no. That, that's a good thing, I guess, to be able to listen to the show. But, um, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, just that, that and uh, Correa, you know. I guess Oh, yeah, Astros Carlos and, Correa yeah. from the cheating Astros. Oh. Yeah. So more, more, like, more like the disastros, but, you know, who, yeah. who am I to say, you know. But, uh, yeah, you get the Yankees, but uh, they're, I guess, similar to the Bengals, you know. Who gives a crap, but. Oh, well. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Matt. Uh, hopefully nobody calls so you can keep listening to the show. But thank you for staying on hold for over two hours. I appreciate that or whatever it was. But uh, thank you. Man. All right. It is the Ben Maller Show. The Ben Maller Show. So remote broadcasting uh, has become uh, a thing uh, for sporting events. You got to be at the game and all that. Uh, well, in golf, they really love them some Jim Nance. They love them some Jim Nance in the golf world. And so – there's an upcoming uh, event on the PGA Tour that uh, is going to be at Torrey Pines Friday. It's next, I think it's next week, Friday and Saturday. And Jim Nance is supposed to be in two places at one time. He's got to be preparing for the AFC Championship game. And also, he's got to, supposed to call the golf tournament. So uh, they announced that Nance, in order to avoid the conflict, can't be in two places at once. They haven't figured that out yet. Uh, Nance, because the tournament's in San Diego, the AFC Championship game will be in either Nashville, Buffalo, or Kansas City. Uh, so uh, Nance can't go back and forth. So he's just going to broadcast the golf tournament from wherever the AFC Championship game is. So he'll be hanging out in Buffalo calling a golf tournament in can you know back in San Diego or be in Kansas City or, or Nashville, any one of those cities. So uh, that's the the dealio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Mike check. Mike check. If you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game, what's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. 
I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move and tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever you get your podcast from. We will have some extra ask, Ben, but let's let's uh, sneak a phone call in and uh, let's go to Angry Bill, who's in the state of Florida. Let's see what he's angry about right now. Hello, Angry Bill. So take that in your pooper and pop it. <laughs> yeah. How you doing, guys? Hope you're having a great evening. Um, ben, I, I've tried to help you out a little bit with this Manning situation. You're going to be with these Mannings long after you're dead. You're going to be able to look down on them, either from your grave that's looking up from hell or looking down from heaven, because they're going to be around for so long. They should put the father in the Hall of Fame for producing these three fine, fine young men, and the mother should be a reborn virgin for what she's done. These people are unbelievably fantastic human beings. And then you got the nephew coming along. Oh, my God. He's going to be better than all of them. All of them. Yeah, here you go, Ivan yet again, Angry, Angry Bill. Your claim to fame on this show is like, what about a nine-year-old girl? Now you're slobbering over a high school kid playing quarterback. It's embarrassing. Well, if you're playing around with a nine-year-old girl, you can go ahead and talk about high school quarterbacks. Okay? Now, this young what? man is going to come along and, and do it all because he's got the great experience from his great fathers, uncles, aunts, whatever they come from. Uh, all right. And, uh, all right. And you're gonna, you girl, how you, you have to learn the, the, the Manning oh. payroll or something like this? Like, what do you? I mean, they're laughing all the way to the bank. There's not a truck big enough hey, for hey, the money to hey, bring hey, it to hey, the Angry bank. Bill, I I just got a. Can you please that's take? Pay, jealous, can you take? Ben. Can you take Peyton's toes really out of jealous. your mouth? You're sucking on his tell toes right now. Really, you tell us why you're really jealous. you're jealous about the money, Ben. Come on, be yes, honest. Yes, I'm very jealous of the money. Yes, thank clearly. you. I, I thank you yes. for admitting that, uh, you, that fact. You have all the answers. Yeah, Angry Bill. Uh, thank you. And right now, here we go. It's now time for time for. Well, hurry, hurry! I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter. Send us your questions on Twitter now. And away we go. It is Ask Ben. We rubber stamp. This segment, your questions, our answers for the rest of the hour. Away we go, popping fresh, the Koopaloo. All right, Ben, this is a question for everybody. This is from Neebs in Ohio. It's kind of sports related, but I like it. Uh, so I'm going to ask it. And I don't know if you're even going to answer it, Ben, because it, you know, we'll see. it says, if you could get rid of one broadcaster from your lifetime, who would it be? And then he said, screw Romo, but I mean, that's unnecessary. Oh, he wants to get rid of Tony Romo? Let's see, who's the broadcaster that annoys me the most? Well, actually, the one I want to say, I'll have the wokesters attack if I say it, because it's not... <laughs> It's not politically correct, so I don't think I'm allowed to say it. So I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass. What do you mean you're not allowed to say it? You can say whatever you want. No, I don't think you can, Eddie. Not anymore. Not in America right now. You can't. No. Who, wow. who do you hate, Eddie? Are you talking about screaming A. Smith? No, no, not him. Oh. No, no, no. Um, who, who do you hate? I mean, I thought I had gotten used to Collinsworth before that. Uh, that Charger Raider game where he was like rooting for a tie and driving me yeah. crazy. I got to be honest, I didn't mind Romo at first, 
but the more I hear him, the more I dislike him. I don't Ooh. think he prepares for games. I think he just shows up off the golf course and just, you know, here we go, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, there's one I can give that's not uh, against the Wokesers. Uh Jack Collinsworth. Yeah, that's really he annoying. Saw Every time I see him, I think, boy, I know. this guy really paid his dues. Oh, I know. No, <laughs> I, mean, we were, I was talking on- about that with a friend the other day, too. I mean, I, I said, I go, there's nepotism and then there's that. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, that is just god. blatant. Oh, my God. NBC, have no shame. Jack, uh, really? Jack Collinsworth? Are you kidding me? Holy and they're putting him crap. on a Sunday night football game. I know. Oh. And he's he's just got this this like punchable face, you know. He's just like a well, loser. That's a little much. But yeah, he's <laughs> terrible. Punchable face. He just reeks of elitism to me. Uh, Jack, very unlikable, Jack Collins. I don't know. Maybe he's nice. Yeah, he's, he's terrible. Uh, what about you, Roberto? Who's the guy that's gonna take over uh, uh, Sunday Night Football? Uh, what, play Drew play. Brees, Mike Tirico. No, Tarico? play by uh, Tarico. Yeah, I don't like Tarico. Yeah, Tarico. But the guy who who oh, I like who, who bothers me and uh, he is terrible and it affects me dearly because I like the Lakers is Bill McDonald. Oh, oh come God. on, God. he is oh, terrible. Billy Mack. Oh Billy God, Mack, I'm sorry, that guy is terrible. How I cannot watch you. the Laker games. Blasphemy. I knew Billy Mack when he was the. Uh, I was I'm sorry, with Billy Mack. You guys haters, man. He used to be like the he did volleyball and UC Irvine like basketball. I literally cannot watch the Laker games when he's doing play by play. (laughs) I guess we don't have to worry about Billy Mack coming on the show. All right. Uh, Has he ever been on the show before? No. No, but I can (laughs) I'm not gonna get him Uh, It's only been he's you've only been here twenty years, so you know. No, but I yeah, he used to tell me you want him on the podcast? No, he's I mean, not listening go. anyway. What are we? What are we? No, he's, no, he's, he's told me he listened to the show, but he's not listening now. It's too late. He's probably sleeping. It's a good what one. What about Roberto. you? Cool. It's, a, it's a good one, Roberto. Um, see, now he says from your lifetime. So I'm going to say this one, even though I don't think he does games anymore. I couldn't stand Phil Sims. I thought you were say Vince Scully. Uh, Phil oh my god! No, I love I, I love Vin. <laughs> I mean, he well, still Tom does Looney the studio hates. stuff. Wait a minute. Yeah, he's Wait in the a studio. Minute. Tom in the Looney that? hated Vince Scully. Yeah, he is. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. That's why he's not working here. (laughs) Good. I'm glad he's gone, man. Jeez. (laughs) He's probably just trying to be controversial. No, no. I think he really disliked Vince Kelly. It's like saying I really dislike my grandfather. (laughs) Yeah. Or Mother Teresa. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, why don't we uh, pause for the cause here, and we will have more of your questions and our answers. That was just an appetizer. You want to try to sneak a question in through the back door? Uh, hashtag Ask Ben on Twitter. And the good times continue. The happy days continue. Ask Ben more of it next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Nothing keeps you up at night more than the authentic sound of the Ben Maller Show. Help bond with the Maller Militia. Listen live from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, and get funky in the audio vault of magical podcasts from past shows. It's as easy as ABC and 123. Subscribe and give us a five-star review. Amplify the Maller brand. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. And it is Ask Ben. Your questions are answers for the rest of the hour. There's no stopping us. There's not. You can't contain us. No, no, no. Back to the Koopa Loop we go. 
All right, here's a, uh, a quick one. This is from Eek for everybody. That's Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. That's right. Do you do crosswords? You know, I, I don't. I just started my new, th- my new thing here. We uh, kind of like a Scrabble game. It's actually not called Scrabble. I, I, I started playing that, which I think means I'm really getting old. But I, I played that with the, uh, the wife there. The, that was a lot of fun. But no, nah, like crosswords, I'm not. I've really gotten into that. What about you, Eddie? No, never. Roberto? No, nah, my wife does, but I don't. I should probably do do it else. You know, for years, the New York Times crossword puzzle was like the gold standard of crossword puzzles. Is that still the case? I don't know. What about you, Coop? If I happen to come across a crossword puzzle, uh, I will dominate it. But uh, I don't. Oh, I don't oh, seek. Really? I don't seek them out. You do not seek that glory. No. No. All right. Uh, what is next here? To ask Ben. Your questions, our answers. We do it every week. By the way, we have a spinoff on the podcast, and that was actually going to be canceled, but then Alf the Alien O'Piner started getting all these people to send questions. That jackass. I almost didn't have to do that podcast. All right, what is next here, Coop? What do we have? Uh, This is a question from Just Josh. Uh, He wants to know if any of us have ever gone to a restaurant, had a nice meal, and then realized you forgot your wallet and pulled the old dine and dash. Um, well, no, I, I've not done, oh, oh, so you order, I've left my wallet, I've lost my wallet multiple times over the years, but, um, no, no, I've never had to wash dishes or anything like that. Although there was one time when I was in college where I had, we were all splitting the meal. I was with a bunch of buddies of mine doing a college radio thing. We all had, you know, we ordered food. We were all going to split the bill. So I had my share of the bill and a couple of the other guys didn't and they took off. So... <laughs> Left me, and I was like, oh, crap, man. What about you, Eddie? I have th- had that happen before, um, and but they were like local places. You know, It wasn't like a big chain or something. So, What did I you was, say? I, was just, I, I showed him my like, driver's license. I was like, I, I'll leave this with you if you want. I just live a couple, you know, a couple miles away. I can run and get, yeah. get the money and come back, and they were cool with it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, because I wonder how often that happens at restaurants where people order food and then they just take off before the... You know what I have done before is I've uh, gone through the drive-thru. Oh, and, God. Yeah. That's, that's happened to me And so forgot my times. wallet and I just like... Just oh, wow. by. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do, you know? Wow. You could just leave the food there and be like, all right, sorry. I didn't have my money. <laughs> So then what are the people, that, do they give the food to other people? I don't know the what food? they do. They might throw it away. I, 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 back yeah. when I worked fast food when I was in high school, they threw all kinds of food well, away. Well, I don't think they have to throw it away, though. If they haven't actually given it to the customer, they could just repackage. But then nah, somebody has to order yeah. it right away, though. No, That's I think the they kind of, most of the time I remember <laughs> they just chuck it out. Yeah. Uh, they don't care. Yeah. All right. Uh, did you see that video, that viral video a couple weeks ago of how people mess with like drinks with the ice and different things to make it seem like... No. No, oh, yeah, it was a video. I'll have to find. It. I'll send it to you guys. What, what about you, uh, Roberto? Have you ever? No, I never done that. No, no, never done that. Never eaten and then not had money. Coop. I've never dined and dashed, but um, that's. I mean, that's happened. The drive-through things happened to me. I've also, unrelated, but I've run out of gas in the drive-through line. That was oh. that was. Oh awful. no! Yeah. Did, did people like? Move. Did were you able to push it yourself? No, I it was. <laughs> I was stuck. No, they, no. Had to, they had to. They had to bat. It was a. It was a rental car, and I just like didn't know where the gauge was to wa- look at it or no, what. No, I knew where the gauge was, but like my car has like a res- like a reserve tank, like a decent amount, 
And so I was like, oh, I can go through the drive-thru and it'll be fine. And then I'll get gas after I get out of here. And yeah, I guess... I get anxiety. Uh, like, when it gets close to... E, I, I get anxiety of something like that happening to me. So, like... I never oh, really was, get to that. It point. was so embarrassing. People had to back out of the drive-through. Oh, that's was, that's yeah. almost as bad as falling asleep. I had to. I had to call somebody to come bring me gas. Yes. Oh. Yeah. It yeah. Was, I, I hate getting low on gas. I there was one time my wife had not. I thought she had gotten gas and she had. I was in Pasadena, and I had to. I had to like cruise down the hill because I had no gas. I was like rolling down the hill. <laughs> not cruising like, the gas. And through, through gas it in neutral. <laughs> yeah, and the gas stations in Pasadena close at night. A lot of them, so it was. A, I, I was like, I go, I went by a couple of gas stations, and they were closed. And I was like, holy crap! Anyway, all right. Uh, I think we're, that's it. Well, I got a, a quick one for Quickly. Roberto. Hurry up! Uh, yeah. If you were to cook Marcel's last meal, what would you make? That's from Shane in Des Moines. Chicken parmesan. <laughs> Chicken parmigiana. <laughs> that's right. With a side of that Toronto Raptor player, Pascal Siakam. <laughs> what? <laughs>